say? Said Dumbledikes, slipping off the desk to sit on the flat with Harry. You, like Hunters afore ye, had discovered the deluxe or the keekin bliss or erised. I did not ken it was called that, sir. But I expect you've realized by no way it can be there. It, we, it shows me my family. And it showed your friend Ron himself as head boy. Who did you ken? I didn't need a cloak to become invisible, said Dumby Dykes, softly. <laughs> no, can you think with the Keegan Glass of said Shazasar? Harry shook his hide. <laughs> Let me tell ye. The happiest man on earth would be able to use the Keekin glass or said, like a normal Keekin glass. That is, he would look into it and see himself exactly as he is. Does that help ye? Harry thought. <laughs> then he said slowly, It shows us what we want. Whatever we want. Aye, and nah, said Dumbledikes quietly. It shows us nothing mere or less than the deepest, most Desperate desires, oh, our hurts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Welcome Peter. Peter was the best one. Yeah, you're the, yes, great job, Peter. Have you read this before? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to MuggleCast, your weekly ride into the Wizarding World. These are some excerpts from the Scots edition of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. This is one of the cool Harry Potter items we'll be recommending on today's episode because this is our holiday gift guide episode where we explore what's available for the Harry Potter fan in your life or maybe for yourself. We'll discuss what's new as well as the classics that you can't miss in an effort to help you this holiday season. And part of the reason we're doing this is because there's so much merchandise available right now and it just more and more just keeps coming. In recent years, it just seems like they realize that people still love Harry Potter. So, oh, maybe we should start producing a lot more merchandise. And we're joined today by Peter, a.k.a. The Potter Collector. Hey, Peter, welcome back. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. You were last on MuggleCast back in February 2018, and we saw that you just crossed 200,000 subscribers on YouTube. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's 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 still mind-boggling. I mean, it just happened yesterday, but it's it's mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah, that's an incredible achievement. Tell us a little bit about your collection, how it's grown since the last time we've had you on the show. I think the last time I had you guys, I had just finished collecting all of the, the translations of books one through seven, mm. Um, mm. which was massive. Uh, and I hadn't hit a thousand books yet, but now I'm in between 1,600 and 1,700 books wow. here in the Potter Collector Library. Um it's a little stressful because I have shelves of books that need to be placed in, in alphabetical order. And the more books there are, the harder that is. So, um, yeah, there are a lot of books in here. You guys still have to come out and, and see see the yes. library. I know. I know. I don't. I re, I, we really got to make that happen. We're Eric like and I literally no 20 miles away. I know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? A lot of added merch. And that's that's mostly thanks to the Potter Collector channel with... Um, you know, a lot of reviews that I've done and, and I've really gotten into Harry Potter merchandise as well as, you know, continuing my love for books. Um, I've collected some more artwork from the Harry Potter illustrators. Mm. Yeah. So it's the collection has definitely grown and it's fun to see how it's grown since since uh, February of, of 18. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. 
Eric, you saw some new additions are coming out. Did you want to ask? Yeah, there's this uh, Bulgarian cover that uh, did you did you hear about this, Peter? I'm sure you're already on it, and like those books are already on their way to you. They but... are on their way to me. Yes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and they're beautiful, aren't they? They really are. Like this, I saw this cover, uh, this post on MuggleNet, but uh, uh, drawn by a 95 year old artist named Lyubin Zidorov. And it's all like Bulgaria has joined the other countries, uh, the other select few countries that have uh, celebrated the 20th anniversary. So I just thought that that was worth a mention. Yeah. Cool. So we will be going through a ton of Harry Potter merchandise in today's episode. Really looking forward to talking about it all, especially with the Potter collector since he's an expert in all these things. Uh, Just one fandom happening we wanted to mention first before getting into it, though. The Harry Potter exhibition is now open in Lisbon, Portugal. And fun fact, while I was looking at their website, it opened 10 years ago in Chicago. I had forgotten about that. It's really? Kind of crazy it opened that 10 it's... years ago? Yeah. 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 Have wow. you been? I, I was there. I went. Yeah. Oh, cool. You must yeah. have seen Eric there. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. It was at the, the Museum of Science and Industry. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. If- if I were the staff at the exhibition and I knew you were coming, Peter, I'd keep an extra eye on you in case you wanted to <laughs> add something to your collection. The Potter Collector didn't exist in uh, 10 years <laughs> ago. I was going to ask you, yeah, did you, uh, you hadn't fully transformed had yet. Not, yeah, had not, had not opened Instagram, the Instagram account or, or even, yeah, it was just was a twinkle Instagram in the eye. Was around? Yeah, I, yeah. I, was it? Maybe just. When did you start, Peter? I couldn't even tell you, honestly. Maybe, uh... <laughs> Uh, so, so YouTube is just under two years. Um, mm. and then I think I was on Instagram three or four years before that. So five or six years. Potter collectors what, aren't born, you guys. They're made. Yes, <laughs> they are. Well, that's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, when did you decide, well, I'm going to collect every single Harry Potter edition ever? That, um, that was about 2001. Nice. Oh, so, okay. So, so yeah, when you so, became a so yeah, I was technically a Potter collector, a Potter collector, but hadn't become the Potter collector um got it at that point okay. yeah yeah cool cool i noticed harry potter the exhibition has not been in america for a while so i really think it should come back please I, come back i agree yeah yeah that'd be nice i i also though i do like that it's had an extended world tour because the first several places it opened they they kept touting these international destinations but it went to chicago and new york and it went to San Francisco, I want to say, and then ter- and then Toronto. So yeah, the yeah, first, I think you're right. Several months at a time, too. <laughs> so they kept saying, "Oh, this international exhibition is going to be great. It's going to be amazing worldwide." And they were exclusive to North America for a really long time. So I love the news. Whenever I read that it's open somewhere that's far away from me, I love it because it means a new group of Harry Potter fans are able to experience the attention to detail Mm -hmm. that that exhibition showcases. So, um, Well, you're not the only person, Eric, that was excited for it to go to these international markets because there's two people I can think of right off the top of my head that are super excited that it keeps going to all these places around the world. The ribbon cutters. That's James and Oliver. What? The the ribbon cutters. No, no. Are there – is that what they're – I mean, well, I, are James and Oliver Phelps the Ravencutters? I mean, they go to most of the openings. Is that is what you're saying? <laughs> they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's their full time job, I think. Just opening these <laughs> Harry Potter <laughs> exhibitions. Hey, not a bad gig, though. Hey, no. yeah, that's a great job. Mm-hmm. And did you guys know about the? Have you heard about the rumor of 
Warner Brothers opening up a studio tour in New York. Have you heard that? I think I did see that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if it's true, but it seems pretty legit mm. that they may be bringing the the studio tour, not not from London, but, you know, kind of a copy to New York. To Does Warner right. Brothers have studios in New York? No, they just, it, it's more just like a Yeah, it a makes tour, sense. Yeah, just a tourist attraction. Yeah. But like in Burbank, mm. it makes sense because that's Warner Brothers, that's where they've been for a hundred years. Um, right. And in London, it makes sense because, you know, their agreement with Leaveston. But I, I don't know right. that I'd like a dedicated thing just in New York because I don't know. I, I've been in, I well, don't. I mean, they have the cursed child there. So. Oh, yeah. That's actually a great reason to have a, that, that there. Might as well take over you the know. whole city. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mina Lima should open a pop up shop as well. Like they well, have right around the corner from the cursed do. child in London. Let's just bring everything to New York. That yeah. would solve so many problems. But. What I was going to say is the Cursed Child is not very far from where the exhibition was when it was here in New York. So if potentially Warner Brothers was looking to utilize that same space, it actually would mm-hmm. work out pretty well going off of what Laura said. So the one thing I did not like about the exhibition, and it may have changed since it's been open for so long, but they didn't let you take pictures, oh. which I thought was really, really strange because – why else are you walking through this exhibition for, let's say it takes you an hour to go through it. You can't get a keepsake from it. Yeah. You know, and take photos of all these great props and costumes that were used in the Potter films. That was really surprising to me. I forgot about that. Yeah. I bet that's that's not a rule anymore because the London studio tour, you can take as many pictures as you want. Oh yeah. Once that opened, which was several years after the exhibition, I figure they, they had to have, Opened that rule, made yeah. that a little bit more. Also, we Americans are so spoiled. We <laughs> we have two cursed childs running. We have two theme parks. <laughs> we have a mini studio tour in Burbank. We, we have no reason to ask for the exhibition to come back here. <laughs> I, we have all the reason to ask for it to come back here. <laughs> Chicago, bring it back to Chicago. Well, yeah, uh, I, I agree I, with that. My no, point I'm, is, I'm, like, just, I'm just kidding. This country has plenty of Harry Potter no, attractions absolutely. already. <laughs> Poor no, Portugal. I, I, I agree. Here Quiet. in Chicago, we almost had the Star Wars Museum, but people ruined it. Uh, people ruined it? I still feel sad about that. I do, too. Yeah. Now that, we just yeah. have a new Starbucks roastery. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys been yet? Totally I'm, off topic, but have you guys been yet? I'm no, thinking I'm, of going today, actually. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I'm going to stop by your collection. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. So let's get to our holiday gift guide. Let's start with the new merchandise in 2019. The, the biggest new merchandise in 2019. Then we'll get to some of the smaller things. These first few things we have spoken about on the show this year, but let's just recap. There were a couple of big items. Wizarding World Gold that launched on November 12th. <laughs> now, Micah, why does your goat scream when I mention that? I don't control the goat. It just... <laughs> oh, I see. Speaks its mind. What do you want from me? You know, I got an e- Speaking of Wizarding World Gold, I got an email this morning, nine so seventeen a.m. I did too. Yeah, the perfect gift for Harry Potter fans. They're they're still calling it. They're still calling. It. So, Peter, you, Micah, Andrew, you guys are the resident uh, members. What can you tell me about what Wizarding World Gold is doing to make sure it is, in fact, quote the perfect gift for Harry Potter fans? Well, do, do you like it, Peter? What do you think of it? Um, I haven't received my blue box with the the code for me to, to I guess, have Wizarding World Gold yet. So I haven't 
I haven't used it. Not oh. even digitally? Not, no, I don't, I don't have any, any access yet. Oh, because okay. I guess you're supposed to get, receive like a blue box or something. Well, you got the journal, right? I, I got the journal. Yeah. But, but I don't have any access to any of the other things yet. So huh. if you go into the Wizarding World app, you I'm going in right now. Yes. I, uh, Mike and I, we are gold members. <laughs> we are Harry Potter elite, elite Harry Potter fans. Um, you can read the Harry Potter books now, which is, it's nice. I think it's cool to have those easily accessible through the Wizarding World app. There's also this web series called The Workshop, where you can see Mina Lima designing Harry Potter things. So that's nice. Other than that, though, there's really not too much. The journal, in my opinion, is the best feature of Wizarding World Gold. It is beautiful. It's larger than you'd expect. And it's personalized to you. That said, at $75 a year, I don't think there's enough here yet to really make it worthwhile. Like, if you get this for somebody this Christmas season, this holiday season, they'll look through the journal, they'll be entertained for a couple of minutes, and then that's about it. Like, yeah, I'm not, you know, we'll see. I'm not sure how they're going to have to come up with some gift, sort of journal kind of gift every year, right? Um, to keep people subscribed. Because mm-hmm. um, that, that is, as you said, it, it's, that's kind of the coolest thing right now. Yeah. yeah. So so no audiobooks. I thought there were audiobooks included. No, I don't think there's audiobooks no. yet. Oh, darn it. Yeah. Okay. Not yet. That would be a that would be a great thing to have available. Yeah. I also thought those were available through that. I yeah, think that's yeah. kind of a bummer. Yeah, me too. No, I don't think so. I When I maybe... opened up the app, the first thing that I got was on this day. So on the 24th of November, 1994, Harry faced the first task in the Triwizard oh. tournament. <laughs> Ah, oh, memories. And they show a little clip. You know, hmm. MuggleNet does that too on this day, and they have for 20 years. Also, I think the area you're looking at, <laughs> and Micah- And it's free. I was going to say, and it's free, yeah. <laughs> no, but the area Micah's looking at is not exclusive to Wizarding World Gold members. Oh. So, yeah. Oh. Well then. So, if <laughs> let, let us tell you, dear listeners- let us tell you how you can spend seventy four ninety nine on Harry Potter merchandise with this episode. Yeah, so another item that came out this year that we thought was pretty big was this new Cursed Child book, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, the journey behind the scenes of the award-winning stage production. We spoke about that a couple weeks ago. Also very good. I feel like that is a great gift for somebody who loved the play. Probably better for somebody who's seen it already. Um but if you haven't seen it, if somebody's really into theater, also really into Harry Potter, this would probably be a great book for them. Great. How much does it run? I don't know. Well, somebody got it for free. Twenty nine ninety nine on Amazon. Hardcover. Oh, oh, so you could combine oh. this with the illustrated edition of Goblet of Fire as a gift and you're still paying less than wizarding world gold mm-hmm. yeah and arguably a lot more material to entertain you goblet of fire illustrated edition we love the illustrated editions we always rave about them every time one of these new ones comes out highly highly recommend if you don't have them yet what are you doing get them <laughs> agreed agreed <laughs> now not so to go back to wizarding world gold I have seen a lot of of posts um, from people in England who were invited to an event at the studio tour. Um, And I think the tickets were free. Don't quote me on that. 
Um, so, so there are special events. It's going to be interesting to see what, what this evolves into. Um, there is a special pin now at the Cursed Child Theater yeah. that, that you can go pick up if you have Wizarding World Gold. You save, you know, 20% on merchandise mm -hmm. at the, uh, Platform nine and three quarters store in London. I'm sure other shops. So yeah, it's 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 gonna be interesting to see what it turns into. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's a slow con. The only reason I even mentioned it with like that tone of voice is they literally sent an email this morning going the perfect gift for Harry Potter fans. I'm like, yeah, we're yeah. about to talk about perfect gifts for Harry Potter fans, <laughs> and we're gonna mention Eric, this first. When I get my ticket to the Secret Studio Tour opening in New York, because <laughs> I'm a gold member, I'll let you know how it is. You're taking me as your plus one, right? Hey, I thought I could be the plus one. Oh, oh I'll fight you, Peter. <laughs> All right, let, we'll fight. Um, no, you're only allowed to bring fellow gold members. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Come on down, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, I will add, I like this pin idea. You unfortunately have to go to these places to get these additional pins that Wizarding World Gold is offering. I was excited to be in Orlando last week, partly because I thought, oh, I'm going to put my gold membership to use. I'm going to get the Wizarding World Park pin, but no. not available yet. What? No. Now, with, with Cursed Child, is that just in London that the pin is available, or is it also available here in New York? That's a good question. I'm looking at the list now. Um, oh, no, no. It, no, it was New York, because yep. that's uh, the person who posted a picture. It was... At the New York and you don't theater. have to go to the show, right? You can just show up. Yes. Yeah, it says the box office slash merchandise store. So Cursed Child London, Cursed Child San Francisco, Cursed Child Broadway, Warner Brothers Studio Tour Hollywood, Platform 9 and 3 quarters, uh, King's Cross Shop, and the big studio tour in London. That's where you can get special pins. I'll have to uh, mm -hmm. stop by and get one here in New York. You should. Test it out, Micah. Let us know if the system works. I will. It says you have to pick it up at the merchandise store on uh, 42nd Street. Okay. Yeah, we were in that store, right? That's the, It's just connected to the theater. Yeah. I bought like a $40 Hogwarts pillow there. <laughs> Good times. <laughs> uh, Best pillow you ever had, right? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm kind of thinking of selling it because it's small and doesn't match anything else. Um <laughs> Peter, any other new products that stuck out to you this year? The big product that stuck out to me, it's its an expensive one, but it's the Nimbus 2000 by Cinereplicas. Ooh. And it, you guys saw it, well, Eric and Micah saw it at LeakyCon. Oh my God. Isn't it gorgeous? It's really good. Like, it's its better than, than I thought it would be. And when it arrived, it was like, oh my gosh, this is this is gorgeous. It's all wood, so it's real mahogany wood. The bristle, the broom portion is willow bristles or willow branches. Um, yeah, it's it's beautiful. It's it runs three forty nine. <sighs> yeah, ugh, sigh, but it's it's it really is beautiful. I see that it comes wrapped. The broom comes wrapped in almost what lo what looks like a daily profit newspaper. Oh my that God. paper is so cool. cool. That paper is beautiful. Oh, that's neat. I, I did a YouTube video unboxing and kind of showed everything, like the wrapping and it's. That the like the, just the presentation itself is I I mean that's that's a lot of money but just the presentation itself yeah. is worth three hundred forty nine dollars because it's beautiful it's it's gorgeous Peter I'm curious how did you get this to Boston did you disassemble it for the plane Yeah so the the broomstick portion unscrews from the broom portion Oh uh. and then I literally got like a a fifty inch long suitcase <laughs> which is the max. just for the <laughs> That's funny. What else is cool this year? So the mystery wands from Walmart, I think they're great stocking stuffers. Not not the small diecast uh, wands, 
Um, but the ones that are made by Noble Collection, which they're, they're not actually the Noble Collection wands. They're kind of a smaller, less expensive version, but they still look cool. Mm-hmm. Um, great stocking stuffers. They Right now, they're on sale for like 10 bucks at Walmart each. Oh. Um, normally, they run like 13 bucks, but... Like if you got if you have a bunch of friends even who are into Harry Potter and you want to just give them a a, a token holiday gift, um, you know those are yeah. fantastic choices. Yeah, and then I love out of print. They're uh, uh I think they're mostly a t-shirt company, but they f- have have products featuring the Mary Grand Prey artwork or the U.S. edition artwork. Um, socks they just released this year. Um, journals, uh, other small trinkets like mugs, um, and then their t-shirts are are really really good quality. And to have that that beautiful artwork on it is is very very cool. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm on their uh, their website outofprint.com, and I'm seeing little uh, change purses, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, yeah tote bags. Like they they have really fun. It's a it's definitely check out out of print. Um, if, for your Harry Potter fan in your life or for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is art that I haven't seen in probably close to two decades. Yeah. And it's all by Mary Grand Prix, as Peter mentions. And this is great just because it really invokes nostalgia. This is some old school stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people would argue that her artwork is some of the best of all time for Harry Potter. So this is really cool. I know I've seen a couple, I've seen some of the socks and I think bags at Barnes and Noble, mm-hmm. but it looks like there's a, they offer a lot more. I got a pimp. Speaking of the, uh, Mary Grandpa's art and nostalgia. I just finished a puzzle. You guys last night in the wee hours of the morning, I finished a puzzle that was, I believe Mary Grandpa's drawing of Hogwarts that she did that wasn't mm. in the books. Okay, cool. Ooh. And I want to really pimp. One of my favorite items this year is these New York Puzzle Company Harry Potter puzzles, like jigsaw puzzles. And these guys were at Leaky, actually. They had a booth, and that was how I found them. And I purchased – they have uh, puzzles for all of the the Harry Potter book covers that were done by Mary Grand Prix, so the original book covers, as well as a drawing of Harry at Quidditch, a drawing of the Flying Keys sequence from Philosopher's Stone. They have a, a just a bunch of other artwork that, like – I actually never knew that she did. There's scenes like me neither. Christmas. I'm looking at these for the first time. I'm very surprised by these. And it's all that same style. It's her classic style. I'm going to get one right now. Yeah, like the Cornish Pixies <laughs> scene, uh, the Hungarian Horntail scene blown up. Like I rediscovered my love of jigsaw puzzles and also Bob Ogden just fleeing the gaunt shack. That's going to be my next, uh, Oh no, that's just the shrieking check. And clearly, uh, Eric, this, your promotion of this. And I see already that given our reading at the top of the episode about the mirror of error said that that puzzle has already sold out. So clearly you did <laughs> such a great <laughs> oh, job. man. And <laughs> move the needle. Uh, technicians are standing by to take your order at New York puzzle. But I, one other thing I did want to say in speaking of Mary Grand Prix and nostalgia, figured we would mention the episode that we interviewed her on. This is back in 2009. So oh, wow. 10 years ago, episode 172 called interviewing the illustrator. Uh, people want to give that a listen. It was a, it was a fun episode. That's like the, muggle cast version of like me 10 years ago versus me now <laughs> <laughs> <Challenge>. <laughs> uh 
Um, but most of these puzzles are under $20. They're 1995 or 1595. So definitely go check out like for a cheap option that also really well made New York puzzle company. This one, this Quidditch one left me thinking. We don't have any Harry Potter threads to connect this episode, but we do have a very special. <laughs> she kind did of it again. To tell you about yeah. How but about I'm... the socks? The out of print socks. Potter bras. <laughs> uh, I suppose you could personalize them when you receive them, but bra shopping can be one of the most awkward and annoying things since so many women are wearing the wrong size and don't even know it. This is where our next sponsor, Third Love, can help. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit and are available every day to help via text, chat, or phone. Plus, every customer gets 60 days to wash it, wear it, and put it to the test. If you don't love it, return it, and Third Love will wash it and give it to a woman in need. With free and easy returns and exchanges, getting the most comfortable bra you'll ever wear is a no-brainer. I've been exclusively wearing Third Love bras for over a year at this point and can honestly say I'm not going back. I love how lightweight they are and every detail is designed so thoughtfully. The straps don't dig in or slip and there are tagless labels, so no itching. They also have super thin memory foam cups that mold to your unique shape. I'm a big fan of the 24-7 Perfect Coverage bras, which I would say are a must-have staple for any wardrobe. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now, they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash mugglecast right now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash mugglecast for 15% off today. Okay. Inspired by Oprah's favorite things, we are going to do Mugglecast's favorite things. Also, a uh, little reference to the fact that Oprah Magazine recommended this podcast a couple months ago. Thank you again, Oprah. We're still not over that. (laughs) So a couple of... I want to start with a company who has been making Harry Potter merchandise for a long time, since the very beginning. This company uh, is who I bought my earliest Harry Potter merchandise from. That's Hallmark. (laughs) Yes, they're still around (laughs) in some malls, if you can find the open mall these days. Um, They have a few cool things I want to give a shout out to. First of all, they have a Hogwarts castle tree topper that lights up. It looks stunning. I don't have this, but it has five stars on Hallmark.com, so it must be good. It's also sold out online, so it's been very popular. It has different lights to uh, light up the castle. It looks so cool on top of a tree. It's $120, but it's it's very detailed. It's large. It lights up. It's just icing on a cake for Harry Potter it's, fans. It's the topping on your tree. It's the topping that. on your tree. Thank you. Although I think you could you could just have this in Eric's little snow village, oh too. Oh, my God. You could. <laughs> All right. I need to get. Yeah. I'd- also, Hallmark is just really good for ornaments in general mm-hmm. um i actually got my first harry potter ornaments at like age 11 or 12 and one of them is uh the keys like the flying keys and the other one is a nimbus 2000 but i got these before the movies so uh, thankfully i kept all the packaging but it's all 
based on the Mary Grand Prix art. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I don't know if they're still doing stuff like that, but I think that they're just a good destination for any kind of like, if you're looking for a well-crafted, beautiful ornament that's Harry Potter themed, they tend to have that kind of thing. Yeah, they still have some old school, at least a couple months ago, because there's a Hallmark store. There's a couple in Chicago, Andrew. I can tell you where they are. They, uh, but they have... um, like vintage kind of Harry Potter stuff. But I've never seen this. I mean, this tree topper, I think a, a friend did have this. It plays Hedwig's theme. Yes, oh. I just saw that. That's yeah. so cool. It, it doesn't no. just play Hedwig's theme. You can purchase accessories. So you can purchase a, a Harry ornament, a Ron ornament, a Hermione ornament that you can plug into Hogwarts. What? And then they play Whoa. out scenes on your tree. What? So what? that's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Like Google, go, uh, not Google, but YouTube. When you know, mm-hmm. go, YouTube a, a video of of this happening. It's 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 seriously magical. <laughs> Do you have Hallmark this? on the cutting edge. I don't have it though. Um, something else from Hallmark that really took my breath away. I saw this in an Instagram ad. They have a golden snitch coffee mug. It's so shiny and pretty. I want it so bad. It's only sixteen dollars, and I need to order that. Also, I got just, you, Andrew. Thank you. For the holidays. Oh, But you you. know what? I would say coffee. I don't know. That looks like it can take a Moscow mule. (laughs) (laughs) It it does look like it's more for a cocktail, but they call it a coffee mug. Maybe Warner Brothers didn't want them to try alcohol. (laughs) Multi-purpose. Yes. There you go. Uh, they also have a Gringotts Vault Bank, and I thought that was just so clever. It's it's Vault 687, and uh, it's a piggy bank. You just put money or uh, cash or coins in the top. I don't it looks know. looks like a fun little cool. kind of statue, too, to, or you know, ornament to have, yeah. have around your house. This would be great. Exactly. I, like, I had this on, I had something like this on a, on my bureau growing up as a kid, just my bank, you know, and you put like your uh, allowance in it. Or whatever, and every once in a while, open it up, see how much you got. It, right. It does look like it rejects muggle money, though. Because you have like, the, the dollar coming out of the top. Yeah, it's spitting yeah. it out, isn't if it? If you look at the picture, it's very... <laughs> Eric, you found a few Lego sets to recommend, right? Yeah, I wanted to look at like what Lego was offering, because Lego has really just gotten huge again with all these tie-in properties. So I went over to visit, because I, I never really take a look at the Fantastic Beasts offerings. I know we covered the Escape, Grindelwald's Escape playset when that came out. I guess we're not calling them playsets. They call them, I think, just sets. But um, but yeah, the two that I wanted to highlight here, uh, the Hogwarts Castle. And this made news, like, I think the internet exploded when this was announced. Yeah, it was a big deal. But it's the big, big, big Hogwarts. It's all of Hogwarts school. And it is 6,000 pieces, which is just nuts. And you can actually look through on the Lego website and view it, but it's it's the classic Hogwarts Castle feel and look from the movies. The only thing to mention is because of the scale, the figurines, the little people that you play as uh, are also not your regular um, like Lego minifigures, but they have the scenes... Uh, they have various scenes from different rooms. Like, so the, there's like the flying keys, uh, and the mirror of Erised, and there's like a little Dumbledore and Harry and the dragon and all this stuff. So it's pretty much your one stop shop for Harry Potter Legos. The only thing being that your minifigures are one Lego wide by, by, uh, like basically a Lego tall. But I don't know anybody that has this. Otherwise, I would be begging to go over and help them build it. 
I saw this on display at a Lego store. It was very cool. It's a little surprising because, like you said, it is a little smaller, so they could fit more mm. into it, but it's still very cool. Yeah, at the retail price of $400. So that's currently our most expensive. That beats out the Nimbus 2000 so far. Um, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's let's see what the most expensive Harry Potter item we can recommend on this show is for people. <laughs> I bet there's something in the Noble Collection that... Uh, tops that yeah 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 for sure but then there's also um you guys a hogwarts express train set uh for 79.99 you actually get a couple of minifigures including the trolley witch and a dementor so i think that's pretty cool and also the, does the trolley witch come to life well because and she's prevent kids from leaving the train because she's a lego you can totally add little tentacles from the uh submarine sets as well so oh perfect yeah you can totally have your cursed child um said i mean that's the whole thing with lego right you build your world you build your truth <laughs> build your truth but then of course i did notice because i was over at the fantastic beast section they do have a newt's commander's case um but it's real pricey uh you do get all four um of the main the, the core four but i thought it was too pricey so i just looked at grindelwald's escape you guys where you get Serafina Pickery and Grindelwald and the carriage and the Thestral is going for thirteen ninety nine. Yeah, I see it's discounted. Why is why is the Grindelwald set discounted? Hmm. It's not selling. Uh a hundred and thirty two pieces. And so it this actually looks like a really good stocking stuffer. It's recognizable and you know, will it still looks like it's complicated enough that it'll be fun to build. I was I was gonna say, yeah, it's reflective of the movie in that it it's not doing well. But anyway, uh, didn't this provide some sort of spoiler for the crimes of Grindelwald? I remember the yeah, Lego set Grindelwald's, came out. Yeah, Grindelwald's escape. Whether it was a Lego set or something else spoiled the fact that he would be and escaping. I think that Serafina Pickery was in it as well. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that she'd be involved. That's the problem with merchandise being tied to movies. They often reveal scenes before you actually get to see the movie. That's why with The Mandalorian, this new Star Wars live action series, there was no merchandise of Baby Yoda available <laughs> because they didn't want to spoil it for everybody, which was brilliant because it was such a great surprise. Yeah. I'm going to get that now. You're, you're convincing Disney me. Disney Plus? Andrew. Yeah, at least for great. a little bit. I'll try the year out. That's what Mike is taking from this episode of MuggleCast. Sign up for Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and I also you just do bought, your favorite thing. I bought two puzzles thanks to Eric. Oh, which ones? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> On a shopping spree. Yeah, clearly. Uh, which ones did you buy? The Flying Keys and the Shrieking Shack. Nice. Nice. I was going to ask Peter, though, are are you a Lego collector as well or or not as big a Lego fan? No, not. It's... I'm I'm a fan of instant gratification, so so to have to sit down and, and build Legos, it's just yeah, a, a horror movie for me. <laughs> so no, I I, I haven't. What if really you tried. could buy them pre-made? Um, probably not, just because I don't know where I would put them. If I had unlimited space, I would love to set up a whole Lego Harry Potter scene. Um, Ooh. but I just don't have the space for mm -hmm. it. So just a, a couple of things from me. We touched a little bit on the Noble Collection already. I have a couple of things that I've purchased from them over the years. I have a Fox, which is you know just kind of nice to have around the office or in your room. Um, it obviously not a life size version of Fox, but 
I, I think the Noble Collection in general just has a lot of interesting items to purchase. They're a little bit more on the expensive end of things. But uh, if you're a Potter fan, I always seem to get a catalog delivered from them this time of year. It's it's cool to go through. They they have more than just Potter too. They you know they have Star Wars. They have Lord of the Rings uh, for for people who are geeking out in other fandoms. So I, I highly recommend checking them out. I have a really cool Basilisk bookend that I use on my bookshelf, and then uh, a a kind of recreation of Fluffy that uh i've had again for for a couple of years so th- these are more kind of novelty items i would say um and and a little bit more expensive but i think if you're a potter fan it's it's always worth taking a look at the noble collection yeah it's definitely. been a while yeah it's I, yeah, it's I, like they're like special items you know they're exactly right. it's yeah so yeah like you said yeah yeah they're beautiful beautiful items and the the detail in all these items is what makes the price worth mm-hmm. it. Definitely. They're just stunning. And these are good items for adults. I'm so often looking for good stuff for adults and the Noble Collection always has it. Um, a lot of their stuff is also on display at the Wizarding World theme parks mm-hmm. and you can buy them there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They use that to augment, to really set the scene, to augment the environment. Yeah. Um, the Blood Pact is on sale at the Noble Collection, you guys. Oh, on, it's on sale, sale, like it's discounted. Oh, for sale. Oh, for sale. Yeah, oh, for, for sale. sale. Yeah. Well, okay. I, it's uh, forty nine dollars, which is actually affordable. Mm. It's uh, so that's how they get rid of the blood pact. <laughs> they sell it. <laughs> sell it. <laughs> Let's try to destroy it ourselves. I'm going to buy it and see if I can break it's it. A little money saving hint: Barnes and Noble also sells Noble Collection items, and they sometimes run Noble Collection items on clearance, like 50 to 75% off. So for example, like Dumbledore's Ooh. cup is normally, you know, like a hundred bucks. I got it for 25 bucks. Dumbledore has a cup? Nice. So he does have yeah, his gold cup in um, Philosopher's Stone that he kind of raises <sighs> to Harry. Yes! Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's it's sold out now, but um, but check, yeah. check Barnes & Noble every once in a while for Noble Collection items. This is a great tip. Yeah. Yeah. And then just some more practical items for me. Um, I'm a big coffee drinker and uh, I have a ton of Harry Potter mugs. The one actually I'm drinking out of this morning is from the Wizarding World in Orlando. It says, have you seen this wizard and picture of Sirius and Dementors on the other side. There's also ones that you know they change depending upon the temperature. And mm-hmm. there's one that says uh, – mischief managed and i solemnly swear i'm up to no good you know if they're depending on if there's coffee in it or whatever tea whatever you drink so those are fun mugs uh to have and uh yeah i've i've collected a few of them over the years you've gifted a few of them over the years i think i got a a a color changing one from you as well before in the past i i love the effect i love i love the effect oh that's sweet Eric Mariah, who is listening live on patreon.com slash mugglecast, says, Eric, I have the Castle Lego set. If you want to come to Arizona, I will be putting it together on Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm going to be in Indiana. Oh, well, take a quick drive to Arizona. <laughs> Mariah, far, I'll, right? Mariah, I'll FaceTime you. This will be great. <laughs> I'll send encouragement live. <laughs> Laura, what's on your radar? Ooh, so... I have a few things that I've actually received as gifts in the past that I really love. Um, so the first one I want to recommend, and it, it's probably my favorite thing, honestly, 
is uh, a jewelry store called Alex and Annie. They have a whole bunch of Harry Potter inspired jewelry, but I particularly want to recommend their Time Turner necklace. Um, I received this as a gift a few months ago, and it is beautiful. And just like the most tasteful and very adult depiction of a Time Turner that doesn't look like something I bought at like hot topic no offense (laughs) but like this it's very tasteful and beautiful it's a beautiful piece of jewelry that you can really wear to dress something up if you want to but it's also good it's good for any occasion um it actually spins the time turner itself um actually has um swarovski crystals in it to give the illusion of you know the sand and everything uh what i love about this is for how nice it is and the quality of the necklace, it's pretty affordable. It's like $58. Hmm. Um, so, I mean, definitely not like super cheap jewelry, but more affordable if you want to give your Harry Potter loving fan something a little nicer that they can wear. Um, it's gorgeous. And also their jewelry comes with a really good warranty. Um, that's another thing I like about them. They offer a lifetime warranty on their jewelry so if it breaks um you can literally take it back to the store and they'll either repair it or replace it for you nice yeah so i don't know if you guys get a chance to see the picture of this but it it really is beautiful i'm looking there's an inscription on it Mm -hmm. i mark the hours every one hour have i yet outrun the sun something it says on the Mm -hmm. sign that's really cool yeah have you tried going back in time with it <laughs> i it that part has not worked for me but i think it's no. because i'm a muggle so mm, yeah did you know Darn mina it. lima designed all of these things i i learned this last year did they the really? time turner really? um slughorn's hourglass all of these like props was were designed by mina lima which is mind-blowing wow what a life yeah. those two ravenclaw's have. diadem like what like it's just it's incredible <laughs> Yeah. Um, my other recommendation is something that you can get off Amazon. So really accessible. It's from BioWorld. And it's the Harry Potter nine and three quarters deluxe mini brief handbag purse. I got this as a gift last Christmas. It's super cool. Very recognizable as a Harry Potter item to fans. But to anybody who's like not in the know, it looks like a bag. And they're like, they think it looks really cool, so they'll start asking you questions about it to be like, oh, your bag is so cool. What is that from? But you can always spot the Potter fans because they'll be like, oh, my <laughs> God, I love that. Where did you get it? Mm-hmm. Um, but super easy to find and also really affordable, $52 on Amazon. Um, I'll also say yeah. about that bag, it looks like it's something out of the Wizarding World. Yes, it does. Like a witch would be carrying that around because it looks like it's been well traveled mm-hmm. and it's got like what are you saying about stamps. laura <laughs> i'm saying she's a witch in a good way oh, okay. <laughs> well amazon says i can get this for free today i think i'm gonna order it just to receive it today why the hell not <laughs> does that make you a witch or would you be a wizard yes i'm a witch no. for this episode <laughs> yeah and also just like in terms of utility um there's a lot of room to carry things in this and there's like pockets and stuff in there um, there's nothing I hate more than getting a really cool looking bag that is just like 
useless Mm -hmm. and not actually functional. So this serves the purpose of looking really cool, but also being able to fit all of your stuff in it. So cool. Plus one from me. And then also I talked about this on last week's episode, but I really recommend this Harry Potter Christmas in the Wizarding World Advent Calendar. Obviously not a Christmas present. You want to do this for a pre-Christmas thing. Um, But this is so cool. It comes with 24 little gifts. So two gifts in each box. Mm -hmm. And it includes all kinds of trinkets like socks and jewelry and stickers and stamps and things like that. So very excited to start opening these up on December 1st. Cool. Peter, what are your favorite things? Favorite things? Well, I have to include books. <laughs> oh. So some of my favorite books are the Brian Selznick 20th anniversary editions that were released last year. So the the, the American books, American editions. If you lay them all out, one so one through seven, if you lay them all out, the artwork connects into one long, giant piece of artwork. And... What he's done is just absolutely beautiful artwork wise. It's, it's stunning. I'd recommend purchasing the set. I mean, because then you can lay them out, but you can yeah. purchase the books individually. Um, the 20th anniversary UK editions. Yes. That they are releasing. The house editions are awesome. Yes. Like the, especially the paperbacks. I prefer the paperbacks to the hardcovers. I just feel that they are better quality. They're they're made oh, a little bit better. And you can purchase those through Book Depository and have them sent worldwide for free or Amazon UK and have them sent mm-hmm. pretty much worldwide, but you have to pay for shipping. And they're coming out with Goblet of Fire, I think next month or not next, not December, uh, January. Yeah. And they have books one through three out right now. And they, they looked fantastic together. Yeah. Um, when we first spoke about these... I, f- I think I was so sure that they would bring these to America because this is just such a great idea. Who wouldn't want their favorite Harry Potter book in the colors of their Hogwarts house? It's a yeah. genius idea, and yet they're still not over here. Yeah. It's a bummer. I think it's it may be a, a Bloomsbury thing they don't want to share or something. <laughs> no, I don't know. Stay away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, no, it's, it's definitely great. I have the first three Ravenclaw editions and uh, definitely love them. Mm. Let's what else? So again, the Nimbus 2000. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. replica. Also, subscription boxes are really fun gifts. Um, hmm. Geek Gear has really stepped up their game. They're they're much better than they were. Wizarding Trunk is another good one. Bibbidi Bobbidi Boxes is is a little bit more on the expensive side, but they are 100% licensed merchandise, and they literally go to like the Wizarding World and pick out items, and you can. You can when you sign up, you can kind of select what your favorite things are, what your house is, and they will go and build you a custom box and then send it to you every month. Oh, cool! Now, a lot of these the subscription boxes. Do you do unboxings over on your YouTube? I do. Yeah, I, yeah. I want to make sure you pimp that because, like, that's an awesome opportunity to see these subscription boxes in action. Yeah, and and they're fantastic. The uh, the boxes are fantastic, and it's it's fun to to have something to open every month. Yeah, it's like a fun surprise every month, right? And then out of print shirts again, the mm-hmm. t shirts from out of print again, fantastic. And actually, I have a coupon code Potter ten, so you can save ten percent. Oh, that's oh, cool, beautiful. Yeah, like that. Oh, thank you for sharing. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Sorry, <laughs> should have mentioned that earlier. <laughs> I also want to mention my favorite Harry Potter shop, Box Lunch. They are a spinoff of Hot Topic. 
hot topic realized at some point um people are kind of embarrassed to walk into these stores because they're super goth and emo so they've gotten less goth and emo (laughs) but they decided to create additional stores called box lunch and it's all fandom stuff and the store is broken up into each fandom that they have so they've got disney and game of thrones and all these animated tv shows all kinds of things and of course they have a good-sized harry potter section but if you go on their website they have so many cool things and again for adults this is subtle harry potter stuff it doesn't scream harry potter it's just for people our age and older and younger if you want to be hip and cool like the old kids and just browsing through i saw so many neat things there's a herbology coaster set nagini snake ring house pennant t-shirts ugly house christmas sweaters which i thought were genius there's a glow in the dark hogwarts puzzle set eric which i thought was so cool they also have a coffee mug with the classic Hogwarts crest from the books, and Hedwig is perched on the handle. <laughs> it's really clever. It's adorable. It's right? really cute. It is very cute. Yeah, so I really recommend, if you can't get to a Box Lunch store, just go to BoxLunch.com, and they have a whole Harry Potter section. Really cool stuff for adults. I'm just, I'm just constantly floored they're always rolling out new products i would like to say i was in a hot topic yesterday and i was not embarrassed to walk into it. <laughs> <laughs> well they've cleaned up their act laura they're... remember that tunnel you had to walk through in a hot topic <laughs> no really at the mall no oh. no the entrance it looked like a tunnel never mind what, uh what were you getting laura um well we were just shopping oh, okay and we were like oh let's go into hot topic yeah I, I like how to, I got some uh, yeah. card games there recently. Mm-hmm. But um, Andrew, your rave review of Box Lunch reminds me that I love and still want Pottery Barn's entire collection. Oh my goodness. It's incredible. They have so many neat things. Sheet sets, throw rugs, luggage, jewelry hangers. I'm looking at it all. If you go to pbteen.com and just type Harry Potter in the search, that's the easiest way to do it. But they have, like, things that you would use if you had them that you don't know you need, like, a lap desk, like a storage lap desk. So, like, you can have your what? laptop. Yeah. I want that. Look this up. This is great. They're in house colors. So, and it slides oh. open, and you basically have this whole storage area, but it's real low profile. looks kind of like a book, and it has a handle on the side. It's called a lap desk. I'm also seeing this new... Hogwarts Holiday Crest glass tumbler set of four. It's the Hogwarts Crest decked out for Christmas. It's so Aww. nice. The other thing that I love about Pottery Barn is they list their products that are fair trade. Uh, oh. So you know that they're like caringly sourced. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, they have a the- floating candle? What? Yeah. <laughs> so much magic. And the, the yeah. mirror of Erised, the full size version is ridiculous yeah uh, and like, that's oh well, it's almost full size i don't it's almost full size so i don't know why they didn't go full size but <laughs> <laughs> it's very close to full size maybe there's like a weight limit for shipping or something yeah maybe how much is that i'm trying to pull it it's up it's actually on sale now for it's normally like 400 bucks 279 what is it i think i see it's 279 oh yeah i'm seeing yeah limited time offer 279 that's not bad to see your deepest desires yeah i mean i would buy that that's better than therapy you guys five feet tall it is five feet i just tall. have nowhere to put it otherwise amazing <laughs> i would have I, same you don't have any wall space i have zero wall space and actually i'm i'm 
pretty close to having to cover up my other window in the Potter Collector library with bookshelves. <laughs> you're about to block out I'm, the last the last remaining amount of light. <laughs> I hate to tell you, you're, yeah. you're going to have to start selling stuff. I don't know. <laughs> wow, this thing is like substantive. I'm looking at the reviews. It weighs about 70 pounds. Holy cow. Wow. Jeez. Now, if you don't want the full version, Target does have a smaller version that is really nice, and it's like 20 bucks. And I have that one on my wall. Last Christmas, I received the faux book lockbox, and it looks like a set of Hogwarts books, and it's a, it's a box you mount to your wall, and it doesn't really look like it'll open. It can also be unlocked via a key, and I don't really store anything in it, but it's kind of cool because it feels like I have a mini Hogwarts library in my bedroom. No, that is very cool. Mm-hmm. Pottery Barn also has a Niffler beanbag chair, which is adorable. Yeah, and I think they have a, a headwig too. Yeah, yeah. So, so Pottery Barn is great. That uh, that always that really impressed us. I think Andrew, you mentioned it with the uh, back to school season a while ago. Yeah. Uh, oh, people were freaking out when Pottery Barn first released all this Harry Potter stuff because it's so good. Like the Noble Collection, it's really high quality stuff. And right now, it looks like a lot of it is on sale. Yeah, I'm seeing that too. So get in on that, people. <laughs> Heck yeah! All right, so now let's talk about some games. Um, about two years ago, I was over at Eric's for New Year's Eve, and he introduced me to a card game called Codenames. And the best way I can describe it is it's kind of like Battleship, but with cards. And about a year ago, Codenames did a spinoff, Codenames Harry Potter. It is officially licensed, and it is really fun. It only takes two players to play, so you don't have to have a big group like you need for the core codenames game i have been into physical games recently because i just love taking breaks from staring at a screen every hour of my life so i really recommend checking out codenames it's fun it requires pretty good knowledge of the harry potter series in order to connect threads actually laura you would be great at this game um i'll have to challenge you next time i'm up there yeah yeah it's it's fun it's challenging play it with another harry potter super fan i think that's really the only way you'll be able to win it and one of our patrons jen recommended the harry potter hogwarts battle cooperative deck building game she said i love it i'm not usually the type for these kinds of games but i got so sucked in so easily i'm asking for the expansion for christmas and Eric, you have some games, right? Yeah, uh, I was I was actually on Twitter. I saw my friend Charlotte had these Harry Potter playing cards. I've never thought that this would possibly be a thing. It never, I don't know why it never, ever occurred to me before. But it's the four Hogwarts houses instead of hearts, clubs, diamonds, and spades. That's so clever. So they're, oh, that's They're great. playing cards, but they're, and they're colored for each of the houses as well. So... I, again, I don't know why this wasn't like the most obvious thing ever for me, but I'm like, I found this out two days ago that this was a thing and I'm still like panting going, this is so cool. This is so cool. <laughs> like it's, I mean, you can get them on Amazon for $10. Like you really can't nice. beat it. It's, um, I have too many decks of cards. I'm actually cut off, but, uh, you know, it's a great gift for sure. For sure. In a similar vein to all these card games, I wanted to recommend Harry Potter Munchkin. I don't have any of y'all ever played Munchkin. No, what's that? No, but I've heard about this recently. Yeah, it's it's a really good game. Essentially, the 
the point is that you you have a certain amount of levels that you have to get through. It's nine levels that you have to get through in order to win. So everybody starts out at level one, and whoever gets to level nine first wins. But it's basically a game of sabotage in which you're trying to like knock other players down so that they lose health and lose levels. And they make this game for all different fandoms. So like there's Marvel Munchkin. I think there's a Star Wars one. In fact, I'm sure there is. And there is a Harry Potter one as well in which you can pick your favorite character to play and attempt to beat everybody else out. It's a really fun game. Very competitive. Um, Definitely want to play this with your friends who are more competitive because it's not as fun if people don't get riled up. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is great. Cool. Yeah. I'll throw one in there too, since we're talking about card games and uh, I put it on our top 10 list, but I think Cards Against Muggles is just an easy one for people. It's, disclaimer, it's definitely an adult game. It's it's a spinoff of the Cards Against Humanity, but I remember, I think I played it for the first time, maybe we were in Orlando for one of the conventions and I literally just did not stop laughing. <laughs> entire time that we played because just some of the creativity that goes into people's answers is Mm. amazing the only thing i've seen that made you happier than cards against humuggles is your screaming goat so (laughs) (laughs) i will say this is hard to get because it's not officially licensed and warner brothers has been trying to pull it down off the internet yeah it's kind of there are a few cards that go as far as i'm concerned over the line as far as (laughs) inappropriacy there's a tasteful there is a line people there is a line Mm -hmm. but it's a good set and definitely if you have i mean it's a great party game so yeah yeah i mean i'll give a relatively clean example but uh just one acceptable pets at hogwarts include cats owls and cedric's cold corpse (laughs) (laughs) there you go (laughs) That's great. Let's get to some suggestions from patrons. Roxanne recommended the Funko Harry Potter Pop Vinyl Advent Calendar. And speaking of that, there are a couple of these, including not to mention the one that Laura recommended. There's a Lego Harry Potter Advent Calendar. There's a Harry Potter Socks Advent Calendar. So all the Harry Potter Advent Calendars are available. Amber recommended something I hadn't seen before. It's a little book called... uh, boss the bestseller list like jk rowling and there are a bunch of these books with inspiring women and it uses um it uses quotes and mantras from jk rowling to inspire you it's only five dollars on amazon so it's a cute little gift roselle recommended harry potter spirit jerseys and these are available at box lunch i would also recommend these spirit jerseys are all the rage right now especially in disney world theme parks everybody wears them um, Nada recommended the commissions, some commissioned artwork from Sydney Dean. She'll create an adorable picture of you as a Hogwarts student. <gasps> That's cool. Oh God, yeah. And then Grace recommended a candle called Christmas in the Great Hall. This isn't an official product, but it's from frostbeardstudio.com. Oh, and... I have several of these candles. Oh, really? Yeah, there's one called uh, Headmaster's Office, I think, which is really, really good. Grace said, I needed a Christmas-smelling candle, so I bought this one, and I love it. All their Harry Potter candles over the years have been great. So if you love candles, 
this, this might be one to go for. And 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 let's um I, I think the mention of uh commissioned art that Netta said is a great idea because definitely I wouldn't want uh after all of this to not remind everybody that there are some really creative people working either freelance or you know fan artists and 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 all that kind of thing as a really thoughtful personalized gift. I think that's one thing that might be missing from our entire discussion is the more personalized, hand-drawn, these kinds of things that you can find on uh, Etsy and, point, yeah. and places for like sure. that. Yeah. So so I definitely think that there's a lot to be said for those areas. But then there are also presents that like, if you're just getting into Harry Potter, or if you have friends who have children, this might be the Christmas where you get them the books. If they don't already have them, get them you, into the series, mm-hmm. then get them into MuggleCast. I mean, it's yes. a classic. Yeah, yeah, that's the one two, the one two punch. I just met <laughs> a twelve year old the other day who knows what Pickle Pack is. What? What? Pickle Pack is twelve years old. Shout out to Molly Southgate who was is going through our back catalog presently. Oh wow! Listening to MuggleCast. Holy cow! That was our Patreon before there was a Patreon for anyone who doesn't know. It literally started twelve years ago, and she's twelve and she knows about it. So this is crazy. She brought up. An, Imagine uh, if we started Patreon, we would where we would be now. Oh, <laughs> man, but um, but yeah. So so anyway, speaking of the Harry Potter books, look, there are some classic classic items, items that are not new by any stretch of the imagination, but they're solid. They should be part of everyone's collection. And I think uh, definitely the seven original Harry Potter books, probably in hardcover, maybe in paperback. With the original Mary Grand Prix art, I don't think it gets any better than that, personally. Mm-mm. Peter, would you disagree? I, I mean, don't you, disagree. You, I, I do like. Oh wow! I, okay. I do love the 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 Bloomsbury editions, the the UK first editions. But mm. there's something just magical about Mary Grand Prix artwork. We've probably asked you this before, but what is your favorite set? Um, complete, already out. So don't say the house edition. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it would probably be. It it probably would if if I don't if I could only choose one it would be the the American editions oh okay with with Mary's artwork I think one other thing that has to make the classic items list is Lego Harry Potter the video game both years one to four and years five to seven by far in at least for me the best Harry Potter video game out there none of the other ones even come close. And I think probably the best thing about these two games is that you literally can play as any character in the series. Yeah. And if you're a fan of the Potter series, I don't know how it gets any better than that because you're not stuck playing as Harry or Ron (laughs) or Hermione. You can be anybody. You can be Mm -hmm. Dumbledore. You can be Voldemort. You can be Bellatrix. You can be Snape. Yeah, it depends on what level you're at and where you are in the story. But I think that's kind of cool. You could be Scabbers. You could be Crookshanks. And you need to be at some time. Mm-hmm. You know, awesome. you you could be werewolf Lupin. You know, I think they really thought of everything. And again, not to go back to older episodes of the show, but we did sit down and speak with Arthur Parsons, who uh, played a very very large role in the design and development of those games. And I I I don't even know how anything else can compare to them, honestly, moving forward, because all the other video games were just such busts. They, unless they do like Such an open busts. world, 
Wow. They were though. They sucked. What do you want me to say? It's it's a, it's definitely a high bar that still remains from Harry Potter uh, Lego. And I had these original games when they came out on Wii. So they they were like the generation of like Wii, PS3, X, maybe the original Xbox, maybe 360. But I got them recently again on one disc. You can now get on PS4. And it's HD and Switch mm-hmm. yeah. and Nintendo oh, Switch and Switch and it's like yeah, honestly pretty much like, all systems it's yeah. basic but like the the new I'm saying the current generation uh, they reported the new games back on the current generation and I got it for like brand new thirty dollars which is half the cost of any other video game that you buy. So if you don't have Lego Harry Potter, that's definitely the game to get. Yeah, I mean also just the Lego games in general are great. All of, yeah, outside of Harry Potter, you're saying? Just mm-hmm. all of them, yeah. Also, of course, the Harry Potter 8 film collection, that's been available. Also, the prices on those are pretty good because they've been out for a while now. You can probably get it for cheap on Amazon or elsewhere. And then I know, Eric, you wanted to recommend what we opened our show with. Yeah, the Scots edition. It's it's funnier than it was when we all read it at the beginning of the show. <laughs> but it uh, it definitely, there's YouTube videos. I'm looking at one by the Kilted Biker, and it's just him reading uh, chapter one, The Laddie Wa Lived. Uh, <laughs> but uh, this, 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 The Laddie Wa Lived, this, uh, the Scots edition is, it was until recently, the latest translation uh, that the books have been translated to by a guy named Matthew Fitt. Anyway, it's just comedic gold. And if you want to like, if you want a guaranteed laugh, basically get this book, put it next to you when you're like at work or having a bad day, open it up to a random page and (laughs) try not to giggle. It's, it's impossible. And it's been out for, I think a year or two now. So and we put it in this classic item. But I think Dumby it's a, Dykes. Love Dumby Dykes. Dumby Dykes. It's a classic gag gift in a way, but it also like I mean, I don't want to make myself sound offensive to, to Scottish people. Um, but I think it was designed with the sort of humor of because, you know, Scots people have a very distinct dialect that is very fun to read out loud. Okay. All right, so we've spoken about a lot today. So to help people sort through it all, we're going to create a top 10 list. Each of us is going to contribute two items. These items are in no particular order. We're just telling you what you should definitely get. I will start. A, Harry Potter Codenames. It's a lot of fun. Anybody can play it, and you can play with as few as two players. And then B, the Harry Potter Illustrated Editions. If you don't have these yet, quite frankly, you're crazy. And we were just talking with Slug Club members. We were doing a hangout just before recording today's episode, and everybody was so excited about getting Goblet of Fire. You can get a books one through three box set. I imagine number four is going to be available on a box set sometime over the next year. But for now, just get that one through three box set and then get book four separately. Anybody, it's really great for new readers or old readers because it feels like you are reading the series for the first time if you're an older reader and for new readers it's just an incredible way to discover this story for the first time i'm gonna recommend um alex and annie's time turner necklace i just really love this it's just a beautiful piece and you can wear it anytime and it's also a great conversation starter also gonna recommend the harry potter hogwarts co-op deck building game um, I ended up looking this up because I think this was one of your recommendations, Andrew. 
I was interested in playing it. I never did, but oh, yeah, I, so I, I played I looked, it. It's good. Yeah, I looked it up and it looks good. So definitely recommend that. I I just love deck building games because it's like it tends to be a longer period of time over which you can play the game. So it's a good thing for over the holidays when you're just chilling inside, trying to stay out of the cold, hanging out with family or friends. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to hark back to the New York Puzzle Company puzzles. Take a look. There's just some... Just it's just such a great outlet for this classic artwork by Mary Grand Prix and and things you won't have seen before because they weren't specifically the book covers, but it's a lot of art that she did and it, it they're all amazing. And some puzzles are five hundred pieces, some puzzles, if you really hate yourself, are a thousand pieces. Uh, I have one of each. So, and then my second gift is the uh, playing cards that I mentioned. I, I just think it's a really cool idea, and obviously there's hundreds of games you can play using them. And going off your point, Eric, I think I will stick with card games and um, cards against muggles. Where else can you talk about a throbbing pile of horny Hufflepuffs or Hagrid wearing a thong? (laughs) I mean, I've been reading through some of these and I've had to keep myself on mute. But it's really just a great game to play with friends that are like-minded Harry Potter fans. You'll laugh for hours and... uh, Whoever came up with these, kudos to them because their mind is far more something than mine is, but uh, really just dirty. <laughs> dirty? Well, I, I don't know, Andrew. I'm, I, never mind. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lego Harry Potter, the video games, as we just touched on, really just if you're looking for a Harry Potter video game, this is the one to go for or both of these you'll just have hours of fun uh, and get to play as your favorite character at some point. And I'm not much of a, a a gamer or video game guy, but I played the Lego Harry Potter games and they are a blast. Mm. Really, really there fun. There you go. Really fun. My recommendations, although it's expensive, is the Nimbus 2000. Maybe you could make it a birthday and a Christmas or Hanukkah gift combo or something um but it's yeah it's it's really beautiful it's a beautiful display piece um and it will definitely be the a crown jewel if not the crown jewel of your collection and then subscription boxes fun fun gift you get something every month sign someone up for a subscription box service my current favorites are the wizarding trunk geek gear and bibbity bobbity boxes great what does that run the subscription boxes um Let's see. So I think Geek Gear is in like the thirty pound range. Um, okay. So it's so Geek Gear is a UK based company, but they ship worldwide. And then Wizarding Trunk is in like the fifty dollar range. And then Bibbidi Bobbidi Boxes has two versions. Um, they have like a forty dollar version and like a, an eighty dollar version. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, there is our gift guide. Good luck to everybody. Now that the holiday season is just about underway, the holiday shopping season, I should say. And if you have any feedback about what we've discussed today, feel free to send it in mugglecast.com. You can click on contact at the top and there's a contact form there. Or you can email mugglecast at gmail.com. You can also call us one nine two zero three muggle or send a voice memo. Just record it on your phone, then email it to mugglecast at gmail.com. Speaking of feedback... Yeah, and and speaking of gift giving, I know our patrons like to do a Secret Santa over on Facebook. So 
they have plenty of links to choose from that I'm going to have to put in the show notes of gifts that they can get uh, for <laughs> each other. But our patrons did have a chance, some of them, to meet up in Boston earlier this year. And uh, Eric and I were there, as was Peter, for uh, LeakyCon. And uh, one of them, Kim, sent us a nice note to let us know that uh, they are friends for more than just one evening. She says, uh, I want to say thank you for doing the MuggleCast meetup during LeakyCon in Boston a few weeks ago. I'm a longtime listener, but I don't have a lot of friends who are Harry Potter fans, so it was amazing to meet people who love Harry Potter as much as I do. I actually became friends with some of the people I met at the meetup, and they came over to my house this weekend for a Harry Potter night. We played... Cards Against Muggles, <laughs> made alcoholic butterbeer, and watched Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire. It was a blast. We are already planning the next one. So That's uh, great. this was just a really yeah, this is really cool email to get uh, from Kim. Yeah, you know they they obviously yeah. Can I come hang out with you and your friends, Kim? <laughs> yeah, we don't have Harry Potter friends either. Just each other. That's why we do this podcast. <laughs> you think I'm kidding, but <laughs> no, no, I don't think you're kidding. <laughs> No, but that's really great. And one thing we've always been really proud of is that we have been a community of Harry Potter fans and friends who are just sitting around talking Harry Potter. We're giving you an outlet. We're giving you an escape week to week. So to see that you are meeting some of our your fellow listeners in real life and becoming real life friends is incredible. So very happy to see that. Time now for some Quizich. Yep. Last week, we asked the question, what is Luna Lovegood's mother's name? And according to Pottermore, J.K. Rowling... Speaking of opening boxes, sorry. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Oh, this is the perfect Quizage thing. Uh, Luna's mother's name was Pandora. And uh, she had a spell that went wrong. She was experimenting. So I assume that that uh, name origin, as always, is very on point. Correct answers were submitted by Stephanie... Issy, Farden, Nada, Marie, Stacy, Count Ravioli is back. Like it. <laughs> she probably never left. Ewan, Erica, Pronvi, Ulysses, and others. So definitely um, we'll post all of our winning people over on Twitter. Remember when you participate to at reply us, hashtag Quizich. Next week's question actually has to do with the next chapter that we'll be reading in chapter by chapter called Luna Lovegood. The question is, what does Neville get for his 15th birthday? Good question. Awesome. Good question. Well, just wanted to uh, close out the show. Uh, being in the holiday spirit, we are going to look to give away a few items. We're still working on what exactly those will be on our Twitter at MuggleCast at some point in December. So details to be determined, but... Uh, our listeners can expect that we will be doing a holiday giveaway on Twitter Fun. next month. Can I throw in another giveaway? Yes. Is this your shopping spree? It is. So to celebrate 200,000 subscribers on YouTube, the Potter Collector channel, I'm giving two Potter Collector community members a $200 Wizarding World of Harry Potter shopping spree. So I will be Ooh. at Wizarding World Skyping these winners and going around <laughs> into the different Wizarding World shops, and they'll have $200 each to spend. And then I will send send the items. That's so fun. That's really cool. Oh, my God. 
So where so where can we find this giveaway and where can we find you online in general? Uh, the giveaway is on the Potter Collector channel on YouTube. So YouTube slash the Potter Collector. And you can also find me on Instagram at the Potter Collector and Twitter at Potter Collector. Awesome. Peter, it was great having you on today. Thanks so much. We love talking to you. I you are this. the expert. I loved, loved being on and just chatting with you guys. This is fun. Awesome. Awesome. As soon as we decided we were going to do this episode, we knew we had to have you back on. Well, I appreciate and it. Yeah, we're glad. We're glad you came back. We would also love everybody's support on our Patreon, patreon.com slash MuggleCast. You get early access to the show. You get bonus MuggleCast. We will be recording a new bonus MuggleCast today. We will play Dueling Club, but we'll be playing it with some Harry Potter products instead (laughs) in the spirit of today's episode. You also get previews of each episode because you will have early access to our show notes. You also have access to our exclusive Facebook group. The links line where we ask a question once or twice a month, and then we read your answers on air. And of course, you get a physical gift every year, speaking of merchandise, and a whole lot more. We really appreciate your support. We are weekly, thanks to our listeners. Patreon.com slash MuggleCast is where you can pledge and join our community today. Also, a reminder, we are all over social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, even Micah's favorite social network, LinkedIn. Just search for MuggleCast <laughs> on any of those Are you guys channels. really... On LinkedIn? Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. (laughs) 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 And a reminder, mugglecast.gmail.com is how you can contact us or just go to mugglecast.com and click on the contact form at the top or call us 19203-MUGGLE or send in a voice memo. One other reminder, just so people don't think we got overstuffed with turkey, uh, we are going to be off the week of December 2nd. So that is the Monday after Thanksgiving, and we will be back on December 9th. Excellent. And we'll have our last or penultimate chapter by chapter of the year. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to all Americans who are celebrating. We are thankful for you. We are thankful for another great year of MuggleCast. And we have some great episodes coming up in December because this is the end of a decade. So in the weeks ahead, we will be doing a decade in review for harry potter fans that's going to be another big episode and a really fun one i think thanks everybody for listening i'm andrew i'm eric i'm micah i'm laura i'm peter bye everybody bye bye Bye. Bye.